think of your own well-developed fear-laden judgment-rooted vibrations that as you move through our teachings and begin to detune think about how those elements of you want to stick around and when you move into your periods of lower vibrational flow they come back around with a vengeance and they start showing themselves in different ways in your lives understand that the human creative matrix is doing just that that's where your pandemic came from that's where all of the polarity that is, is existing around borders and nations and politics and religions and vaccines and all of these things of this nature all of that stuff is amping up in your world as a sign of that polarity fighting for life because you are all collectively essentially killing it off and you're you're shifting a focus to something that is what you might call an awakening experience questioning all of those things the questioning of all of those things is what is causing those things to fight for life i am here with uh two of our european taya practitioners i'm here with taya bootcamp graduate and taya coach deborah wilson and taya semi-coach, becoming a coach, and uh, Taya Bootcamp graduate, Anne-Marie. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Nice to be here. Mm. We're going to dig into the matrix. We're going to dig into life in and out of the matrix. And I know it's a very sci-fi, everybody is aware of the movie, The Matrix, but the stream has been using the term The Matrix a lot lately to describe the, the, the operating system of humanity that programmed operating system that we're all very aware of that is rooted in government and religion and, and rules and all of these things, understanding that we have this created operating system and that we absolutely run our operating system. Our, our operating system is our belief system, but, but those of us that are seeking to operate outside the matrix, so to speak, are really those of us that are seeking what a lot of people might describe as an awakening, uh, really waking up. But that awakening term these days is a very loaded term. Uh, it's been politicized and weaponized. And I don't use it as much as I used to. We certainly don't use it in communication like email and marketing and stuff like that anymore uh, because it means so many things to so many people. For me, awakening is understanding what is a human-created thought or rule or, or process and what is universal law. And universal law is very simple. All creation occurs via attraction and all attraction is governed by polarity, period. That's it. Everything else beyond that is, is, is the matrix, is the human created matrix that is absolutely polarized. And we are seeing as, as more and more people are having their own version of awakening. And as more and more people are questioning everything, questioning authority, questioning rules, questioning religion, questioning the constructs of gender identity and things like that, we see a lot of humanity moving deeper and deeper into polarity. This side is right. That side is wrong. I'm on the good side. You're on the bad side. And there seems to be, and there is always two sides to everything because we're in a polarized environment. So now that polarity is seemingly becoming more and more and more acute. But those of us that practice Taya know how to move beyond that and not have that impact us so much. So that's what we want to share here today. Very cool. 
I find the analogy of the matrix so helpful. I know some people have a sort of a bit of an issue. You see it a bit in their faces, but I, I find it a, a really, really helpful analogy. So what, what does, um, I'm sorry, Emery. Uh, so for Deborah first, what, what does moving out of the matrix kind of describe your, in, in you know, a, a brief description of what your journey is or has been in moving out of the matrix? And then we'll go it, to Emery. Yeah, it just feels like it really literally is a rising above it in my connection to source. And it just, it's getting clearer and clearer how literally just taking out the judgment and the fear out of every situation and seeing it just as an experience that we're having for this uh, brief moment, the weekend break that we're having. And really it's, it does feel almost like a, a rising up above it and be able, then be able to see the matrix for what it is without judgment. But it, it, it's, yeah, it's just, it, it just clicked. When I first heard you use that terminology, it really clicked for me. For me, it's when you, when you talk about the matrix, it feels like it's all very controlled and we're all moving in the directions that we're being told to move in and what we've been learned and brought up to. And then like stepping out of the matrix is just taking some of that control back. So you still got to live in it, but you can start to control what your new matrix is. Um, I, I find it quite freeing when we talk about leaving the matrix. I really do. Yeah, because we see what the matrix is like. It, it doesn't take much time on social media to see a whole lot of evidence of the matrix. And it is a lovely way to experience life that you can observe those things without judgment allow them to have their experience and not be drawn into it. All of humanity, this is why I love sharing the Taya practice and the streams teachings, because I believe all of humanity would love a path out of the matrix, all of humanity. But a lot of humanity is not understanding even what that means or what that looks like. And they're not necessarily understanding what all of that judgment and anger is doing to them. They might actually love the matrix, right? I think a lot of people love arguing. They love going online and, and being right. And here's why you're wrong. And here's the proof that backs up why I'm right. It's an ego. It's an ego boost, certainly. Mm -hmm. But and when I say all of humanity would love a trip out of the matrix is because most human beings, I don't believe are connecting the dots to what all of that fear and judgment, what else that's bringing into their lives. Absolutely. I'm, I'm certain that everybody would absolutely love to because that's only ever soothing the disconnection that we feel from source. And, and once again, without judgment, that so many people are, are simply unaware of that. It's been very interesting for me these past what, two years now to see how I perceive things very differently. We'll be talking about family from my family. And, and I know that they would, that they are, I would say, yeah, desperate for, for that connection with source, but they're not actually aware of it. And so they are soothing themselves and, so, and getting so very entrenched and polarized in that, um, in, in the matrix version of, 
everything that is going on. Yeah, you, you bring uh, up an interesting yes. point too, that we, we are detuning fear and judgment and we can observe that, yes, I, I do believe that everyone ultimately would love a trip out of the matrix because the matrix is so uncomfortable and brings, brings your vibration down. But also I'm not one to judge the people that are in the matrix because that's their experience. That's part of this whole Taya thing, right? Is that, hey, they're having their experience. When it's we see them, someone yeah. that we're believing is suffering, that's really our judgment of their experience. Yep, that's always one that can slip on in there. <laughs> yeah. that. Well, but, then that savior thing comes in, right? Mm, absolutely. I need to save people with the streams message and I need to get out and preach the gospel of the stream. No, nah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. No, but I do know I absolutely, that's something that's come really, really clear for me that I absolutely have relinquished the judgment of their journey. I really have. And that's been, has incredible just results all around. Um, but at the same time, I do know that they would love a, a journey out. So it's not judging where they are, because I know it's the perfect, imperfect experience for them. And absolutely, I just understand so much more how the non-judgment thing, it's the same as, the radical appreciation, what radical appreciation is to appreciation. It's like a radical non-judgment, uh, yeah. if that makes sense. And I'm really, yeah. I get that so clearly now because it did actually feel a little callous to me. At first, I still had judgment around the non-judgment of others' experiences because I couldn't quite, I hadn't quite detuned that but it sort of felt callous to leave them if they were saying they were depressed or they were, there was still a bit of me that, that didn't quite, um, didn't quite get how incredibly freeing for all, for just how important that non-judgment is, how liberating and um, just a wonderful, it, yeah, it's as everybody's wonderful as a superpower of appreciation. I love that. And I think sort of certainly previously, I didn't realise that I was living in so much fear and judgment. And, you know, you mentioned when people are arguing on social media, I think people are just trying to claw back some kind of identity and having that relationship with themselves, you know, to make them feel valued. And actually when you take yourself out of the matrix, you realise more your value and how beautiful relationships can be and how they don't have to be aggressive or on anybody's terms they just have to flow yeah it's just it's, it's really a matter of uh people wanting to participate in humanity and wanting to be heard and unfortunately in this polarized environment so often that participation is going to land on a hot topic that is absolutely polarized what's more polarized right now than vaccines? <laughs> you know, all of this talk about vaccines. And if you go into a, a situation with the vast majority of people and you bring that topic up, they're going to have a very polarized perspective about vaccines. And they're going yeah. to have a million reasons why they're right. And the other side is wrong. So <laughs> it's that, that appreciation that that's where humanity is, but also understanding that you don't have to get in the middle of that and play that game and get dragged into polarity. I, we always talk about the matrix. How do you know when you're in the matrix? You know you're in the matrix when you're polarized. 
if you have to have a, a one-sided opinion and believe that there is this con, you know, believe in the concept of right and wrong, left and right, and that it's 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 something that you're not able to consider both sides. Look how much that's demonized right now. We have this whole uh, boycott of the the Joe Rogan podcast by certain people because he is someone that has both sides on his program and explores ideas on the both sides. And now that's being labeled as misinformation. Well, who says it's missing, right? Who says that that's misinformation because you've got scientists and doctors on both sides, both yeah, sides. So you could say the scientists and the doctors are saying X, Y, Z, if you want to point to that. So how in the world can that really be labeled misinformation? <laughs> no, but I think it, I found it brilliant, this, this, uh, global situation because it really really did lead, it led, led me in many ways to tire because when it first came about uh, talking about the the vaccines and everything a couple of years ago now and so I just set out like to analyze every single perspective of it and I was getting bombarded with fre- from with information from friends on both sides of the of the polaric spectrum um from Spain, France, Germany, all over the world. And I did this like exhaustive study trying to find the objective truth. And then I realized, oh, holy crap, there is no, like the (laughs) students said, there are no, whatever you look for, you will find the information to substantiate that. And that was actually uh, incredibly freeing because then that did lead me to um, almost directly, I think, to 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 find the tire practice and to find uh, a way out of that whole polaric spectrum and the whole when I heard it, it just all fell into place and so I think this is actually a really exciting time for for us to to be alive and for these for the the, the speeding up of the um, as you said you don't like calling it um, what's the new word that we can find about, um, of our coming to our of our source connection and uh, it's it, it feels well, like the word really awakening still makes sense you're, you're you're but what you know again awakening is polarized right some yeah. people believe awakening <laughs> there, there's a a youtube channel i was walking watching the other day and it was awakened to this but it was awakening to a very one-sided perspective and i thought okay we're not awakening if we're not exploring both sides of something in appreciation instead of judgment. You can still explore mm-hmm. things. You don't have to go bury your head in the sand because you're having an awakening experience or because you're becoming more quote unquote spiritual, right? You, you, you're still a human being. You're participating in humanity. And I understand that if, if that uh, information is dragging your vibration down and instilling fear and sort of batting you around and you don't want that anymore, shutting it down is the best thing to do because it's addictive. It's a new addiction for us to be addicted to news and information. And it's, it's designed now to draw us in and we're becoming aware of it. I think people are, are leaving Facebook because they understand how designed that platform is to draw you in to something that instills fear and, and, and create that addictive experience. Mm-hmm. But we have complete control just to shut it down. In fact, nothing's easier to shut down and quit than social media. <laughs> If we, if we allow it, right? <laughs> and I certainly know, regarding the vaccine, I know that when I was hearing about it, I was like, how could it get through? How could it be safe? I had all these judgments and queries. And in the end, sort of when it came to it, it was my turn to get my injection. It was just, 
well, do you know what? I, I, I need this to live the life that I've got to live. I don't want to not attend things and I'll have the faith that I'm going to be fine. And, you know, again, just taking that judgment out and making that decision. What's best for me? I've got to live in this world. I want to make it the best I can. And this is what I have to do. And I'm going to trust that whatever good or bad comes out of it, that's my journey. Yeah, definitely. The stream has, has chimed in because the, everyone's first question right now when we're channeling seems to be <laughs> vaccine to vax or not to vax. And yeah. of course, they don't have a, an opinion because they're not polarized. They're not judging our activities or telling us that this is the way to, you know, they, they offer guidance in relation to allowing universal law to play a much bigger role in our lives as opposed to whatever matrix we've created for ourselves you know, that's rooted in fear and judgment. A lot of times our matrix is very much created as a reaction to all of our experiences that we've had. This thing is good. So I want more of that. This thing is bad. So I'm going to fear it. And very often the thing that we're fearing that's bad, we're vibing with it because we're fearing it and we're attracting more of it into our journey. And that doesn't have to be, we've all proven that to ourselves in this practice that that does not have to be. Absolutely. So fearing the vaccine and getting the vaccine is, is, is going to lead to that type of experience. You're going to manifest something of that nature if you're getting it in fear. And then not getting it in fear is going to do the same thing. Mm. But getting yeah. it or not getting it in appreciation and vibing with wellness, you're going to manifest a wellness scenario. And we see evidence of that. I talk to people about this lately almost every day. And we, we see evidence showing up in our lives that is absolutely uh, a reflection of our vibration. And, and those of us that know these things, understand these things, get it and know it. Even when we're not always ex vibing with exactly what we want, we understand how we're manifesting the, the unwanted aspects of life. It is. It's a very, very interesting one, though. Because, and it is actually an area that because I absolutely get absolutely see how all of that makes perfect sense and how our bodies are a filtration system anyway and they're able to filter out whatever is and the, the judgment of it as you said if we get it in fear then that's what we attract if we don't get it but I, I absolutely get all of that but there is still has been a part of me that I think I, I've always had excellent health and I've never taken anything other than an aspirin, like occasionally. Um, and there is still a part of me that can't quite, like even for, for my work in tourism, knowing that it would be the path of least resistance to flow with it. And if I don't get there, and I absolutely get that there's still that, that part of me that can't quite get myself to, get myself there to yeah but but whatever it's uh it's been a absolutely fascinating experience to see the the polarity and the judgment and the the and the expansion that that all this is causing I think it uh, yeah I think it's I know that some I don't wish to sound a what's the word um unempathetic because some people are having a obviously have not had a a, a good experience with with this, but I'm finding it a really exciting time for, for us to be here, personally. Indeed. 
Well, let's do this. Uh, I, let's take a break. Let's bring the stream in. And, and the two of you, I know you've got some questions around relationships. Uh, and, and the matrix feeds right into that because the matrix is created by all of humanity. And then, of course, we all have our own version of the matrix because our belief systems are not all the same. In fact, our belief systems are completely unique to us. So let's talk about with the stream. Uh, I'm really curious for what the two of you can extract from them about human relationships, the matrix, uh, moving into observing without judgment, detuning the judgment and the observation. You're going to observe and you're going to observe polarity. So how do you simply appreciate both sides? Like something I have been challenged with uh, in, the, in the past week or two, again, is going back to this deplatforming of people with whom you disagree and labeling it misinformation. Uh, I, I, I think that that's for me is a big red flag when someone, if something is so powerful that it needs to be deplatformed, that's very telling to me. Why are we fearing this information or this opinion? Why is that? But then I don't want to dip into the judgment of the ones who are wanting to do the deplatforming mm-hmm. because I know I can go down that rabbit hole real fast. <laughs> and, and, and then suddenly you're sucked right back into the matrix. You're, you're polarized again. You're judging. You're fearing. Do I need to fear that? Do I need to fear the, the concept of being deplatformed? Do, do you know we're we're not a big enough podcast we're growing and, and we're we're bigger than i ever thought it would be but joe rogan's got like 12 million listeners you know i would Did love we? to have 12 million people <laughs> listening to the stream information and the tire practice and all that'd be great but he's dangerous to them because he's got such a big audience we get to talk about more esoteric things and fly under the radar but what if it is us what if it is us in the future what if taya becomes such a popular thing mm-hmm. Because we're all stepping into our power and our abundance and we're showing the world that we're going to be healthy no matter what. We're going to be wealthy no matter what. We're going to be happy and joyful and powerful and we're not going to be controlled by anyone. That's what Taya is. What if that becomes a threat? What if? What if? Without instilling fear, but what if, right? It's that delicate balance of, of exploring these ideas. And I'm certainly not trying to manifest that, but we can we can play with it. We can talk about it. And you can ask the stream about it and anything else that you want. Let's take a break. We'll bring the stream in and then the two of you can uh, take it from there. We'll be right back with the stream. What I liked best about Taya Bootcamp is I like the life that I have because of it. I like the person that I am because of it. I, I appreciate who I am. I, you know, I have worthiness. I, I have self-love. I have... I have a just you're just a different person. You really every you know I've heard people talk about transformations, um, but I don't think you can go through Taya boot camp and not transform. I don't think you can complete this course and be the same person that you went into it as. You can't you can't unlearn it. I mean, even if you only took away what you did in boot camp, you did something absolutely remarkable. Taya boot camp is going to change whoever does it. Even if there's nothing more down the road for you, it doesn't matter. You will not be the same person. What you experience in that time is hugely transformational. We are here. Wonderful. 
Thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, we're going to be diving into the area of relationships and the matrix. So I think I will kick it off with an area that's of interest to all of us, that of our romantic relationships. And the question that I have is that I don't buy into the concept of uh, having a soulmate, but I would, <laughs> I know that I would like to believe <laughs> that as the individual strands of consciousness that we are, that we meet in the, all the different iterations of the human experience that we have, that we do meet up with the same strands of consciousness, maybe in a different relationship with them, but it just would, I know that there's part of me that wants to believe that, but there's also very much an intuitive knowing that, that you get with certain people of absolutely having met them before, of knowing them, of knowing them. What, what you're you experiencing is, is we, have, we have playfully, somewhat playfully described this as, as, as vibrational neighbors. Because when, when you are expressing yourselves as a physical being, you, you are perceiving that expression as an independent strand of consciousness and, and, you, and you are not off base because that expression in physical is independent, but your soul, the eternal version of you is not independent. The eternal version of you is source. Source is an amalgam of all that is, and you are absolutely part of that. But what you find is these, these expressions in physical, these source expressions these souls, if you will, that you are more and less aligned with. And that alignment is, is, is something that feels like a soul alignment, but it's also an, an ego alignment. Mm. You, that, that expression is expressing in such a way and vibing in such a way that you are experiencing a vibrational alignment, sometimes so deep that you are raising your vibration so high in your thinking of them or your interactions with them that you are allowing a, a more pure version of source to flow. And in that source connection, you are absolutely soulmates because you are soulmates via source with all creation. So what you are experiencing is this other being in physical moving through a vibrational period, which is a vibration in and of itself that you are perceiving as a period that is very much in alignment with where you are. And you understand that, that when you have that relationship and you, you vibe with them so deeply that then you're able to strip away much of the judgment that you may hold toward others that you are not vibing with on the same level. And therefore you have that, 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 that muscle memory, if you will, of that, that high vibrational connection. So even when the vibration drifts apart a bit, you are able to still appreciate what was in that super high vibrational connection. So in your appreciation of it, even when you're, you're maybe you're separate 
or you're, you're on a journey that is, is not as vibrationally aligned as it once was, you're still able to hold that high level of appreciation for them. And that is what human beings perceive as a soulmate. This is your, your vibrational neighbors are, are beings that are expressing in physical in such a way that you are just simply very aligned with. That's what a soulmate is. And, and all these concepts of twin flame and soulmate and all of these things and this, this recollection or this, this consciousness creation that you must have known each other in other lifetimes and, and things of that nature, certainly that that is completely possible because there's this vibrational alignment where you do all weave in, in and out of different experiences, sort of playing with one another in different ways in, in multiple environments. But understand that that's very often a product of your human ego-driven imagination more than anything else, because you're receiving the energetic realm as a human being, and you are always filtering that perception through your human mind, that, that your human mind is the receiver of the energetic realm. You have no other way of processing it, because if your human mind wasn't a filtration system that only allowed a certain a fraction of the energetic realm in, you would quickly be labeled as insane in your environment. Mm. Your human mind would not be able to handle the wholeness of the universe and all of the information that is truly available, but you are filtering it out. You are drowning it out all the time so that you can have this unique human experience. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Cause I, when I try and sort of comprehend like the universe's source energy, my head just explodes. Um, but something that I've heard referred to so many times and it's similar to a soulmate. So I'm interested to see if the, um, the answer is very similar as well, but I've heard of like soul contracts so that when you have children and it's like a contract between you, the mother and the father, that's, you know, I've heard that kind of battered around. And I wondered if you could give some clarification around that. Indeed. Yet, yet another human created mm. version of the, uh, of interacting with the energetic realm the, 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 the concept of a contract, the, there are multiple definitions or belief systems around that. Some certainly, are, there is a belief system that there is a very specific set of, of things that your soul came to experience while on earth, and they are predetermined. There is absolutely a vibrational journey that is desired from the energetic realm when a strand of consciousness is projecting into physical, that vibrational journey has much more to do with a, a, a desired level of contrasting experiences, understanding that the desired level of contrasting experiences is going to result in a desired level of expansion, an expansive experience, so to speak, and not even as judgmental as that. But that is, that is the very best way that we can describe this in, 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 in such terms that you can understand that your soul is seeking a vibrational journey and therefore is aligning with the point of entry. And that point of entry in your example would, would be your, your, your birth parents. And the birth parents are still the only way that you are going to create a, a new being. And in, in, in this creation of a new being, and, and we are speaking specifically to human beings, that this creation of a new being, you have this set of expectations for your experience 
understanding that you are such a sophisticated strand of consciousness that you are projecting into the, the highest form of physical consciousness in your environment as a human being. And in doing so, the, the agreement is simply that vibrational alignment of that spark of creation. Everything that transpires after that or beyond that is contrast, is, is, is polarized physical experience. That is why a strand of consciousness can project into conception and become miscarried or stillborn or aborted or, or, or have the birthing process and, and then, then not have a, a life process that lasts more than just a few moments or hours. That all of these things are manifestations, part of a journey. And all of it has value in the energetic realm in the experiencing of it. But the idea of you came here to specifically have these two souls as your offspring and have this experience with them from your human perspective, we understand very well how that feels, especially when you are in the parenting experience, because you are so aligned with these beings. You are so aligned with them. But understand that that alignment is your discerned preference. You, you are well aware that there are other parents that are not as aligned. And there are parents even that are, are able to give birth and, and move away physically from that being and withdraw attention from that being and have little to nothing to do with it and, and even think of it very little. That, that is completely possible. So the, the, the alignment that you're experiencing is your choice to have that experience. There's nothing wrong with any of this but it's not the same for all beings. Not all beings are, but your human creative belief system is very much set up for that type of belief system around the parenting journey because your, your, your commerce and all these other things are set up around that. Hmm. So you travel far down the path and create a very powerful vibration of this alignment must be something of the energetic realm that was predestined for me because it's such a powerful alignment, but your belief system and your experiencing of it and the attention that you're giving to it is what's creating that, that, that vibration and that experience. It does, it does seem that in the matrix, we have everything back to front as it was so that what we would judge from our human perspective as the very worst thing possible, such as a child only living for a few days. That is in fact- The, the, the human created the... matrix, the, the, the uniqueness that is planet earth mm -hmm. and, and there are endless physical environments as we have shared, but the uniqueness of human uh, planet earth in the human journey is a human created matrix that operates in reverse of universal law by and large. And that, that reverse operation uh, is leading you and teaching you all to fear the, the, the things that you are taught to fear the most. Notice that those are the things that are absolutely guaranteed for you. There's very little guaranteed in your world. Death is a guarantee. The, the, the departure of the physical vehicle is something that is guaranteed in your environment because physical environments are never eternal, ever. They are not designed to be eternal. Think of any and all physical creation by design, having a beginning, a, a middle experience, meaning a, a vibrational expansive journey, whatever that looks like, and an end. 
And the end of the, the physical experience is consciousness largely withdrawing from that physical being or environment, which is essentially all the same thing. A, a physical environment is nothing more than a collection of beings. And, and you can, there, there is a rabbit hole of that collective of beings so microscopic that you're not even aware of it and, and understand that your world and your universe and what you are perceiving as that is a speck of dust in, in, in another world. So all of this physical creation is intended to have this beginning, middle, and an end. And the ending of consciousness or the ending of the conscious experience of the physical vehicle, whether it's planet Earth, a, a component of planet Earth, including humanity, is intended to re return to a, a, a lower consciousness state of being and contribute to new physical creation. Your, your entire planet is comprised of organic matter that has changed forms in, in what you would perceive as linear time, but is actually changing forms in the consciousness experiencing of it. Just like your human bodies, when you are finished having this human journey, your physical vehicles will morph onto something else. Your consciousness, as you perceive yourselves, will certainly be swept up into something else and be withdrawn from that physical vehicle. But that physical vehicle will not cease to be regardless of what you do to it or with it. So in, in terms of your relationships with other beings and this physical journey and the perception of it, it, it is simply an experience that you're having in physical and you're all having infinite experiences in physical into infinity. And these physical experiences are all experiences of contrast. They are all polarized. So to get back to the original statement of the, of the human created matrix operating in reverse of universal law, <clears throat> that, that is an element of your polarized environment peppered with a higher level of thought, a higher level of intelligence, which humanity has emerged as, as a, as a mutation essentially of your planet. And in that emerged mutation, that greater separation from the energetic realm created this human matrix that is highly polarized. But the polarity of all of that is what catapulted all of you forward in your own creation in your environment, your consciousness creation. Every other being in, in your environment is creating via instinct and evolution. Humanity is able to create beyond that. You create cities and, and, and transportation and, and solutions to things that, that, that your animal world is, or other beings are not able to create. That is all a product of your human created matrix. But what is happening on planet Earth in your, your, what you are perceiving as your, your current time is that humanity has grown so much in intelligence, evolved so far that you are beginning to create technology that is akin to the technology that creates you. These virtual worlds, these robots, all of these things that you see the creation of now is, is your catching up to the technology that creates you and creating your own version of it, which again becomes yet another wormhole of infinite creation. But understand that the things that are going on in your 3D environment, your physical environment, that you are all perceiving as, as your reality, all of it, all of it, all of the polarity that you're seeing is humanity's evolution shedding the need for all of the mechanisms of control that you've created. But the mechanisms of control are its own vibration and are fighting for life as vibrations tend to do, especially well-developed vibrations. 
think of your own well-developed, fear-laden, judgment-rooted vibrations that as you move through our teachings and begin to detune, think about how those elements of you want to stick around. And when you move into your periods of lower vibrational flow, they come back around with a vengeance and they start showing themselves in different ways in your lives. Understand that the human creative matrix is doing just that. That's where your pandemic came from. That's where all of the polarity that is, it is existing around borders and nations and politics and religions and vaccines and all of these things of this nature, all of that stuff is amping up in your world as a sign of that polarity fighting for life because you are all collectively essentially killing it off and you're, you're shifting a focus to something that is what you might call an awakening experience, questioning all of those things. The questioning of all of those things is what is causing those things to fight for life. Yeah. Wow, that was amazing. That was so <laughs> much there. There was so much there, so many. Oh my goodness. There was the, and it is of course our, our fear that is just holding it all in place and just literally turning our attention away from it that 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 frees us from it and that allows us to to step outside of it and the the as I was saying in our conversation but earlier I'm understanding that well so many things there but like the that that fear of death that has made us so easy to manipulate and to control I mean it's quite staggering isn't it how in the matrix that fear of death is of course incredibly powerful to keep us in that state of utter fear. How could you not, if you really believed that you were just this flesh and blood vehicle and how could you not fear it? And then there were all the stories that are built up within the religion that of, of I remember as a child being terrified of going to hell. And the, all those stories what, what better way to it. control humanity than to, to instill fear yeah. of the inevitable? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. But you, you well understand that as you <laughs> yeah. detune that fear of your inevitable demise, you, you're not controlled by the matrix anymore. Exactly. All, all, yeah. all, all of the fear around in, in, in the hot topic of, of your day is the, the pandemic and vaccines. Yeah. And the reaction to all of these things, all of that is rooted in the fear of death. Yeah, absolutely. People are dying is the flag that is waved on either side of, of these arguments. But people are always dying. <laughs> it all seems so obvious when you step outside, but isn't it? It's just, it's there are just those when you think how good, and yet we, we all at some point were absolutely held captive within that matrix, weren't we? I was desperate to find my identity within it through, I tried to define myself through, through politics. And it's quite that the fact that we, we still, I could always remember that knowing as a child that there was more, but then that fear and that judgment will, will, keep, will keep us within it and and yet when you get those factors of seeing from the source perspective it all seems so utterly obvious you think how could I ever been held within it for a moment it's isn't it it's a really exciting ride though as well isn't it and it's it also is. 
yeah sorry yeah you, you feel almost like gullible that you've been sold into this you know this yeah. whole fear thing and this like you you know this is what's going to happen when you die and this is why you have to behave like this and then it's also the ego thing and the fact that oh when I die I don't exist I'm going to be forgotten I won't have mattered you know there's all these things going on but actually there's that bigger picture and understanding that just beautiful and, and the next, the, the the next topic beyond fear of death. Once you all accept that you are operating a physical vehicle that was never intended to be forever, that experience was intended to have a beginning, a middle, or an end. And understanding that there is no correct length of time for that experience or correct method of operation for that experience. You you, you have your expanding experience no matter how you operate your human vehicle, because the expansion is not just in the expansion of knowledge and joy and, and experiences that are your preferences. That expansion is also derived even more so very often in your perceived suffering. So mm -hmm. the, 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 next, the, the next big bite is, is, is to gobble up the concept of suffering. You, your suffering is, is always a matter of your, your perspective. Your, you choose to suffer. You suffer in your judgment of the experience. So when you're having a human experience and the matrix teaches you that this experience should not be, then you are choosing to suffer in your judgment of, I should not be having this experience. I should not be feeling physical pain. I should not be uh, broken up with by my partner. I should not be separated from my employment. My bank account should not be empty. I should not be fearful of where I'm going to live next month. All of that suffering is, is a matter of judgment and it, driven by fear. So when you no longer fear anything and, and think of the, the homeless of your world, the, the, the ones who are operating at the very, the, the very bottom level, the ones who are not functioning in society, they're not concerned about making payments on anything or their bank balance. They're not concerned about healthcare. They are simply existing, simply existing. How harshly are those beings judged as that should not be? That is terrible. That is something that shouldn't happen. We should do something about that. We should save those people from their experience. But you're judging their experience against your own desires. We understand very well that there are many of you that do not desire to be homeless, certainly. But when you're judging their experience from your perspective, you are operating in the matrix because you're operating in your own ego. You do not know what their desire is, what placed them on that path, and are they there in peace or are they there battling it? You're, you're going to have examples of both in such a polarized environment. And I love that that kind of ties into sort of something that I was going to like discuss is is the fact as a parent because I'm a mother of two girls and there's so many parents out there and we're kind of in the matrix told you know we've got to protect our child we've got to bring them up with these values we have to do this we have to do the best to be the perfect mother and like you said not everybody's like that but it's something that's kind of in the matrix and actually are we helping our children by hiding them from the the experiences that are perceived as bad because that inevitably brings their growth doesn't it indeed it does and, and and you are seeing more and more examples of children that are so shielded and so coddled that when they get into what you call the real world or the adult yeah. world they they don't have the tools to function okay they, yeah. they are shutting down and, and they're not functioning 
because this this concept we, we have spoken of of your fear, your instilled or human created fear of death robs you of your freedom. And certainly your fear of suffering robs you of your freedom because this this mechanism that you all create for yourselves, where you you keep yourselves in a in this steady stagnant vibration because you are fearful that if you step out of that in one way or another, that you're going to create suffering for yourselves and you end up creating even more suffering until you suffer so much in your boredom that you find a path to step out of it. The, the ones who manifest these, these, these somewhat linear lives that, that are operating in, in, in relative comfort and ease very often will manifest an illness or some sort of a rift in a relationship or they will manifest something to disrupt that so that they have some fresh clay to work with in which to create because you're here to create. So as a parent, if you are trying to shield your children from every contrasting experience, and of course you have instincts to protect your children and care for them, but notice how your animal kingdom operates. Very often in the animal kingdom, there is a period of that, but then there is a weaning period where there's less and less and less of that all the way to the point of, of booting them out into to nature and never paying attention again. So this concept of I must protect them from everything at all costs, you are creating an inevitable path of contrast for them no matter what you do. You, you, your job is not to protect them from every element of the earth environment. In fact, your only job of, of, as a parent, essentially, according to universal law, is facilitating the point of entry. Everything else from there is your choice. We very well understand that the human created matrix, you have this family structure and family unit. We are not here demonizing that or judging that whatsoever. That structure and that unit is what has propelled you along this journey of creating all of these comforts and technologies and all of these other things. But notice that no matter how much comfort and technology you all create, you always find a way to mess it up because you're in a polarized environment. <laughs> they, these comforts and technologies turn right around and create new problems yet to be solved. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I find it quite freeing since being my children sort of six and nine and since joining Tyre is taking that, that responsibility. Yes, I've got a responsibility to my children in bringing them up and trying to keep them safe as I can. But I now say to them, my job is to give you the tools to be able to function as an adult and I will guide you along the way and then takes the pressure off me having of them having these experiences and it being my fault I don't always feel that guilt I still get mum guilt but not so much so it's really freeing to have that perspective and we we we, we sometimes share with all of you some notions beyond humanity and beyond the earth environment and the reason that we share these notions is to share with you a contrast that you can compare how humanity has, has manifested. Humanity in, in, in planet Earth is, 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 is a unique environment. There are infinite other unique environments, however, and there are unique environments where intelligent mutations have, have emerged and, and, and moved through experiences and into a journey where what you all judge as suffering and what you all judge as the things that instill fear that do not have the same response or reaction or effect in these other environments. 
there are other environments where the parenting experience, the, the, the emerging of new physical creation that is always a product, a, a regenerative product of, of current physical creation is not viewed anything like your, your parenting is viewed on planet Earth. We are not here to tell you that, to, to draw you away from the, what you've all created, but understand that the judgment of your child's journey, regardless of what it is or how long it lasts in linear time or any of those things, all of that is simply the human created matrix. So you can choose to react to any and everything regarding parenting or any topic the way that you choose to react to it. And it's your own unique experience, understanding that the matrix has a set of expectations for you. And if you allow yourselves to dip back into that polarity, you may very well be judged or even punished for it. But that judgment and punishment and all of those things will also be a manifestation that you create in your looking back at the matrix, so to speak. Everything comes back to that judgment, doesn't it? It's it really does. It, it and this is why we speak of detuning fear and judgment, not eradicating it. It is a very powerful vibration across humanity at this point, this point of consciousness that you're in, you all view it as a linear journey, but it really is a point of consciousness. The only thing that is physical and real is your exact moment that you are experiencing. Everything beyond that forward and backward is, is, is intelligence, it's consciousness, and it all exists simultaneously but your perception of it feels very linear because you are continually experiencing these physical environments and continually becoming more intelligent versions of yourselves, more sophisticated versions of yourselves. And when we say selves, we mean your eternal selves, your eternal strands of consciousness, but you can pull that down into your human journey and understand that all of the things that you've experienced in your linear experience and that you look back on with your memory, which is how they all exist, and judge and learn to evolve your judgment of them, you begin to, when you evolve that judgment to appreciation, detuning the, 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 the fear-based aspect of that judgment, and instead finding appreciation for your whole collection of perceived experiences, then you start detuning the judgment and moving toward appreciation. And then suddenly you start to see all of the gifts that were offered to you in every single experience that you've had. Yeah. And every yeah. single bit of what you consider contrast that you're experiencing in what you believe is your now. Absolutely. I can so see that. I so, and it was such one of the, many marvelous gifts from the boot camp experience was to have that perspective of the radical appreciation and to 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 genuinely get to to, to see that and what 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 could be a, a a bigger gift than that really i there was something which maybe it's too much from a human perspective but that do we get to experience as the soul strand of soul consciousness that we are do we get to experience every single version of human experience possible do is that too much from a human perspective speaking of the in um, the energetic realm you are you have awareness of all that is in the energetic realm you are source 
yeah. omnipresent, omniscient, yeah. aware of everything, all creation. It is well beyond yeah. your human comprehension. Yeah. But when you are not physically focused, that the wholeness of that which you are, your, your eternal being has awareness of all that is, certainly. But it's filtered. It's, it, it's, it's, it's very largely filtered out for your human experience. The vast, vast majority of that is filtered out for your human experience. But when you're not perceiving in your, your physical being, your, your perception beyond that has awareness of all that is. This is, this is, this is why we share with you that, that from our perspective, we are not judging any physical experience. And, and, and in this conversation would be more specific to the earth environment and humanity. We are not judging any element of humanity ever because we are able to, to absolutely be that vibration. So the concept of good and evil, when we are asked if we flow to the, the most loathed among you, the, 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 the ones who are judged as pure evil among you, Absolutely, we are present in all of that. But what you are perceiving as evil is never something that is occurring because of our presence. Our presence is pure, positive, creative energy. What you perceive is pure love, always. That's why we guide all of you to love yourselves more, to step more into your worthiness of all that is, and feel how that lightens you. That lightened feeling is us. And the more you practice that and the more that you allow us, the more joyful you become, the more joyful you become, the clearer you become, the more you can hold appreciation for all that is. But when you're not appreciating all that is, regardless of the topic, regardless of how harshly it's judged across humanity, you are dipping yourselves back into that matrix vibration. And notice and, 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 and many, many beings, many human beings that discover our teachings early on find them to be distasteful because immediately they want to rush to what about X, Y, Z? Yeah. And, and, and the X, Y, Z is judged so heavily across humanity. We are not judging the judgment. You, you, you have your set of rules that you've all created. And, and again, your sets of rules and, and all of these things have, have, have taken you to where you are in your journey. So we're not necessarily guiding you to shed anything or have any specific experience other than understanding that if you are observing our teachings, if you are hearing our words as shared by David, as they are shared by others, understand that there is an, the longing within you that understands that this human created matrix mm -hmm. is something that you do not have to always mm -hmm. adhere to and play in. Yeah that there is knowledge beyond that. And that knowledge beyond that is something that all of humanity is not necessarily ready for. But the more you detune fear and the more you detune judgment, the better you feel. And the better you feel, the clearer you are. And the clearer you are, the more your abundance flows and, and your version of abundance transforms significantly. Because all of the things that you thought you needed to be joyful in that state, you no longer need. Yeah. And then the notice that guys. <laughs> and, and, and the true. magic you, you yeah. don't you don't need the houses and the cars and the clothes no. and the jewelry and the attention and, and all of those things anymore. You can experience those all you want. That's part of your human experience. But you the 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 releasing of the need of those things is when you're getting swept up in your worthiness beyond ego. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. your yeah. worthiness of all that is simply for being a strand of consciousness, having an experience and, and not allowing that human matrix created comparison, that judgment, the I'm not living the life that Instagram tells me that I'm supposed to be living. I'm not on the side of things that, that the majority of my friends and family tell me I'm supposed to be on the side of. I'm the outcast. I'm the weirdo <laughs> and not caring. Yeah. Yeah. And not caring about any of it, allowing yourself to be the weirdo, allowing yourself to be the homeless person with the, the, the unkept appearance peeing on the side of the road, being judged by others. If that is your journey, allowing yourself to be that again, we're not guiding you to necessarily want to manifest that, but understanding that from that being's perspective, they have stripped away all concerned about judgment. Yeah. And very much largely stripped away all fear and they're operating in a, in a very different bubble of reality compare that freedom to the lack of freedom that your most celebrated billionaires are operating in from an eternal perspective the blip of, of time that is your human journey is there more or less advancement more or less sophistication in either experience Perhaps there's more sophistication offered to a soul in the homeless journey yeah. than in the billionaire journey. Uh, once again, it's so all we're appreciating all of it and not guiding any of you to, toward one thing or another. So don't believe that you tune into the stream of David and the stream of David is telling you to go be homeless and pee on the side of the road. <laughs> For me, relationships is 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 my abundance. I love my relationships with my friends and my family, and that's what brings me joy. And I think since doing tire, I've become more authentic in the fact that I'm not comparing myself like I used to. I don't feel it's having that worthiness. But in the matrix, we're thrown together with people who maybe aren't in the same vibration as us. I don't know in work environments, in family environments, you know, we all change and we all go into different things. How is best, would you advise like the people out there to navigate their way through the, the polarity of these this relationships? Is why we, we are, this is why we are sharing what we are sharing the way that we are sharing it. Understand yeah. that these, these polarized extremes that we've just offered, the, the homeless person urinating on the roadside versus the, the celebrated billionaire that is blasting into space and, 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 and partying on a yacht and everything in between. There is nothing right or wrong with either experience. There is expansion offered for the soul in both of those experiences. We are not judging any of it. The more you move to detuning fear and judgment in your own lives, the more you are able to observe your environment, to interact in your environment and not get drawn into the matrix, which is always going to be polarized and not feel as good as being, for lack of better terminology, above it all, vibrationally above it all, operating in a higher vibrational state of source perspective of no fear and no judgment, and not needing anyone to accept you or understand you. That, that is a major component of it, because when you're operating at that altitude, there are a lot of human beings that are not going to accept or understand you. But you are both well aware in the work that you've both done to serve as an example here for others who are listening, that when you get to that space, you, 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 you find yourselves able to dial into it and find yourselves in, in deep, authentic appreciation of any side, either side, 
and even the ones who are, are judging you for you're not participating the way they wish for you to participate. Seeing it very clearly for what it is. And then understanding that you're also operating in a polarized environment, which creates vibrational flow. And there are times that you're going to be less than that super high vibration. And you are going to be drawn into that narrative. But catching yourselves more and more and yes. more, understanding that you, you do not need to be right. You do not need to argue. I appreciate your perspective. Leaving it at that. And the, and the more you anger them, and the more they want to try to draw you into it, the more you can see that for what it is and simply choose not to have that experience, period. On any topic, anytime, anywhere, there is no such thing as have to, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I found myself getting dragged into that this week and there was just like, I had to change my perspective of it to and go what, from, Sorry. Where we will guide you to with that is, is, is exactly what you were about to share, is to understand that there, there are elements in, present in your vibration that are creating the trigger. Yeah. It's triggering you into it. And as you both know, via your own practice of Taya, that exploring that trigger, appreciating the fact that you were drawn into it and exploring that trigger. And then detuning that trigger if you so choose so that it, it eventually will be something that no longer triggers you. Yeah. That, is what, that is what raises your default vibration. The systematic detuning of your triggers, which is the systematic detuning of fear and judgment in your life experience. Going back through time and exploring the things that you have these judgments around that lower your vibration and understand that as soon as you move to that place of authentic appreciation of them, regardless of how much suffering was created in the experience, understanding with clarity that that suffering was your own creation via your judgment, very often judgment that you were programmed to experience. Yeah. Think of all the things that you experience in your lives that your humanity tells you were wrong or evil or not your fault or shouldn't have been. And the continual judgment creates this never ending loop of suffering that you revisit from time to time. And that is always present. And that is what's creating every single trigger that you've got. Absolutely. So easy when you say it like that. <laughs> the, the, the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. Yeah, it yeah. does. And the, yeah, and the faster and faster it gets as well to, to catch it in, yeah. in the moment, in real time. And Speed is actually, crazy. And to actually be able to appreciate what we would before have perceived as our down the spiral time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I think probably um, we would be at the top of the hour now. And read well, we, we have shared quite a bit of, mm. of information. And as always, we, we guide everyone who with whom this resonated with to, to listen to this back several times over, because every time you listen to this, it's going to become clearer and clearer and clearer. Mm -hmm. And your absorbing of this information via David's sharing of this information and via all of you who come on and extract this, this information for all of humanity, especially those that are, that are up to speed with it, understand that listening again and again and again is your allowing this very, very counter to the matrix, these ideas and this vibration to begin to sink in and become your new reality. And as always, we guide you to take these concepts and these ideas, do your own experimentation with them and discern your own preference. Not, not all of humanity is up to speed with what we are offering and ready for all of this. 
But when you are, this message will be here for you. Mm -hmm. And the more you listen to it and the more you begin to grasp it and play with the concepts and then see how it's showing up in your lives. Do your own experimentation, allow the, re the results to show up for you. Don't just take something that you're listening on anyone's program or are reading in anyone's book and simply believe it at face value without applying it in your lives and proving it to yourselves. You, you, you are polarized beings at your core. So that evidential component is very, very important. With much love, that is what we have. The number one reason I joined Taya Bootcamp was because I wanted to find a better way to deal with stressors in my life. Prior to Taya Bootcamp, my biological father passed away and he had an estate with money and property and I was able to get through that process um, with Taya Bootcamp. It was a stressful time in my life. Um, and I know that because I learned to start allowing, that I allowed that abundance to flow in. I say it all the time, but my favorite thing about being a Taya practitioner is just um, the magic that it makes you feel. It um, does make you feel like a creator in the world rather than just a, just somebody kind of living in the world. Um, it gives you the tools to create the reality that you want to live. You two uh, extracted, <laughs> you two extracted a lot of information. It was incredible. I was so swept up in it. And Anne-Marie, thank you because that was, I was just like, you, thank you so much, Anne-Marie, because you brought us back to like, where we were meant to be going. I would just, I sort of forgot. <laughs> We were mentioned at one point. Oh, oh yeah. It all got recording something <laughs> here, aren't we? Wow. So biggest biggest takeaways, and we'll wrap up with biggest takeaways for today. I think again, it just comes down to the whole judgment thing. Is just by learning to decrease the judgment in your life and the impact that that is going to have. So when you catch yourself making a snide comment or judging something or being drawn into something, just try and release it because these little changes will build and build and build and they're going to make such a difference. Beautiful. I think what, what I'm left with above all of that was so much incredible, incredible stuff there is just this validation, this beautiful feeling of how incredibly worthy we are and how incredibly loved by source and ju just the worthiness of, of being here and just being here as ourselves is more than enough and we never ever have to feel less than or fall back into that matrix uh, behavior of, of comparison and, and judgment, just that beautiful sensation of, of being so worthy. Uh, wow, you got such a glow about you sharing <laughs> yeah. that. I fem. feel like we're all sitting around uh, smoking weed and something like, wow, man, this is so cool. 
It's so wow. cool when you can get high without needing any external oh. thing, yeah. right? Any external yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And sure. I'll, I'll, I'll leave all this with the, 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 the clarity. I, I always think, gosh, there's no more clarity available from the stream. And then it just comes on even stronger. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I have significantly changed my uh, eating habits and consumption. I'm very much focused a lot more on health. I haven't been there in the last couple of years. And in the last few weeks of just really uh, consuming mostly organic fruit and vegetable juice, the juice thing I'm really dialed into right now uh, and doing a lot of fasting, that has really, 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 really amped it up for me. So anybody yeah. that's wanted to go deeper into these teachings, I find that the, the more we eliminate the stuff that drags our vibration down, whether it's information or food or you know whatever it is that we're consuming, our bodies are filtration systems in perfection, and they're designed to filter all of it. But when I'm not overtaxing that filtration system with news, information, wh whatever it is, uh, or, or you know, food, drink, substances, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, I get even more clarity. And I'm able to bring that more into my all-day, everyday experience, even more source alignment. And I've been allowing this stuff for years now. I, my, my Kundalini awakening was in 2010. And every year it's just gotten clearer and clearer and clearer, even through contrasting experiences. I don't think there's a high, there's, there's not a threshold where we're just done as long as we're alive. And that, that's my latest uh, part of my journey is, hey, now when I'm, you know, I got to this point and now I'm going to eliminate all these other things and other distractions and just allow this to flow even more powerfully and then all this just amazing new clarity comes out. I think we're all capable of that, whether you're speaking it on a podcast or not. I think we're all capable of that heightened level of clarity for ourselves. I want to thank both of you, uh, Deborah and Marie. Thank you both so much. You know, I adore both of you. Uh, so thank you so much for doing this, uh, for asking these amazing questions and, and for vibing so high that you brought that version of the stream in. This was a very, very special podcast. So thank you both very much. And thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, drop us a, an email and let us know. Uh, go to your podcast provider and give us a rating. Give us a review. Let us know how this resonates with you, uh, whether you like it or not. If you're listening this long, you probably like it. I don't think anybody uh, is, is hate listening <laughs> this deep into it. <laughs> I never heard the term hate watching until the reboot of Sex in the City came out. And then I realized I was kind of doing that myself. I'm like, I don't like this, but I'm still watching it. And I, I heard that, that term hate watching, you know, we're hate watching it. Like, yeah, I kind of am. You're right. I really don't like it, but I can't stop watching it. So whatever, whatever it takes, right? So thank you all again uh, very much. Like I said, please rate and review wherever you're listening to this. We're on Spotify now. Uh, and I know that you can, uh, I think we've been on Spotify, but somebody told me we're on Spotify now. Um, you can rate and review on there as well. So please do that. That's very helpful for others to find this information, this life-changing information, I believe. So thank you all. I'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022. If you've attended one of our virtual events on Zoom, you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions. You know how deep we go into the stream's teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event. I'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level. So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.